0: Sherry Dunlevy, your inspirationista, host, and a grieving mom. Welcome to the Grief Anonymous podcast. Grief is a journey, and I'm 20 years into mine. No matter where you are in yours, I hope you'll join me as I provide you with information, tools, and experts to help guide you through the darkness of death into the light of living. Help is on the way. I'm so excited to invite my guest back to this podcast because I loved her as a guest the last time. Uh, Melissa Lyons is a best-selling author, and she wrote the book, um, I Will Always Love You. And now we're going to be talking about her newest book, Until We Meet Again. This one is about helping people who have lost a pet, dealing with the kind of grief that you have from losing a pet. So welcome, Melissa.
1: Hi, Sherry. Thanks for having me back. It means a lot to be able to share until we meet again with your audience. It helps
0: a lot of people who've lost pets. It it does. Pet loss and the grief that comes with it is is one of those things that a lot of times I think is glossed over uh, by the general public. The support isn't as strong as when we lose someone that we love that's a human. Um, Some people get it. I would say most people don't. And so therefore, there's this void in in our healing that can that can cut a little deep, so this book hopefully will help those people heal a little easier.
1: Yeah, that's the idea to take away any grief or guilt or regrets or or that pain in your heart and transform it into something that's more healing and more powerful and hopeful
0: so how did it? How did this come? Because the last time when we talked to you, you were you were telling us that um, your first book was actually something that kind of came through you during a journaling process, and that eventually turned into your first book. Was this a similar situation? It was in some ways similar because I will always love you came from that
1: therapeutic journaling process that I was on on that journey to discover you know different parts of myself and my own healing and one day when i was looking through my documents for some marketing materials for i will always love you i came across this document called paw prints on my heart and i thought what what is this about and as i read it it was completely this book finished inside a word document that i don't remember ever finishing i remember working on it mm-hmm. because as i would talk about i was always i will always love you on radio shows and different interviews people would usually end up talking about their pet somehow like we get to the end of the interview or somewhere near the midpoint and they'd say i remember when i was 16 and i lost a dog and i can still remember how much that hurt or when i was 25 and my cat died and it was so interesting that all of a sudden now it came full circle and i found a book about that in my documents that i had written
0: wow so would you mind sharing your book with us
1: i would love to um so It's a beautiful book that deals with all types of pets. There's horses, rabbits, cats, dogs, uh, birds. And um, as I said, it's called Until We Meet Again, From Grief to Hope After Losing a Pet. There's a place in my heart where you'll always be, and it's full of memories of just you and me. But kisses and snuggles, my nose on your face, We've shared many moments we will always embrace. This part of our journey has come to an end, so here are some words to help your heart mend. Take time to read them. I ask this of you. I hope when you're finished, you won't feel so blue. Please find a safe space that will allow you to feel. Open your heart and let yourself heal. Close your eyes for a moment and take time to breathe. I can live in your heart if you choose to believe. I want you to know that it's okay to cry. Take the time that you need and then look to the sky. Let me go with your love, please set me free. Things will get better, trust and you'll see. Look for rainbows and butterflies and other clues that I'll send. They will be your reminders that our bond will not end. You will see things and feel things that remind you of me. Finding joy in the memories is your master key. We learned lots together, both finding our way. Our adventures were fun. We made the most of each day. There were days you came home not feeling quite right. As soon as you saw me, your heart filled with light. Throughout my life, you taught me tricks and much more. And now it's my turn to nudge you to soar. There is some advice that I would like to impart. Can you let me do this? Will you open your heart? When we were together, you put your troubles on hold. I gave you the courage to let life unfold. I taught you things as you watched me live, unconditional love and to always forgive. Believe it or not, you have all that you need. You're an amazing person and you will succeed. Trust that your love can release all your fears. This lesson alone can guide you for years. You can't change the past, this you should know. You can change the future and where you will go. In every moment you have choices to make, your path is determined by the roads that you take. Allow your mind time to unwind and be free. Be as kind to yourself as you were to me. Please live for today. Fill your life full of love. Imagine me with you inside and above. Look for hope, love, and joy in all that you do. Imagine your life with your dreams coming true. And until we meet again,
0: remember, I will always love you. Wow, that's beautiful. So what kind of feedback are you getting from from people when they read this?
1: Well, first of all, they tell me that they cry a lot. Yeah, And they tell me that they're, they're good tears. And um, they just say that it makes it easier. I didn't say at the beginning of the reading, but, but obvious, it should be obvious by now that it's the pet talking to us, just like in I will always love you. It's the loved one talking to us. So these are words of wisdom that don't come from me. Mm-hmm. Um, they come through me, so I think that they're truly somehow, on some level, what our love, beloved pets want us, or how they want us to live, as they would,
0: right? Right, right. And I, I, I think the the fact that you know the unconditional love, I think that's what it is. Um, there's no judgment when you are. It's a pure love um, that you have for a pet, and that a pet has for you. Um, th- there's really no judgment with that. So it is truly a pure love. And when that is, but but I think people need to realize that love is never lost. Right. And with a
1: pet, it's rarely long. Right. Well. So we go through this. We had to go through that cycle of, of immense love and then immense loss. And right. then we get another one that's immense love and immense loss again. But you're right the loss is just physical it's that the, the memories and the learning and the lessons and everything that we keep in our heart forever
0: right and the you know that's what i think the last time i, I lost a dog uh, i was just absolutely heartbroken um over it um and i just kept thinking you know do i want to go through this again you know and then that you know and that's kind of like what a lot of loss is you know if you lose a spouse Um, if you, you know, when I, I lost a child and do you, can you do this again? You know, are you, is your heart open? You know, it's about opening your heart to invite more love into it. Um, knowing that sometimes the, the, the end result is going to be deep pain. But, you know, I think about this with, with my dog that I have currently, that 11 years of pure joy and love is so worth the cost yeah. of, of the, the deep pain because the deep pain, I mean, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible, but you can't let that cross out all that joy. Well, yes, absolutely. And you can't feel that deep pain or you
1: won't feel the deep pain if you didn't have the deep love. Right. So it's almost like the you know the the stretching of the elastic band you pull it a little snaps back a little you pull a lot it snaps back a lot well the deep the depth of your love is totally correlated to the depth of your pain it's just what do you do with it afterwards and how do you how do you um move through that energy or let that energy move through you and i think that if you can tie it to a purpose or connect it to a purpose it makes so much more sense and in I will always love you, that purpose is to shine the light that's no longer here physically, so you shine it for them. And what, what the dog or the cat or the horse is saying is, like, treat yourself like you treated me. Like, I was brought to you for a purpose, and it was to remind you that you need to treat yourself better. Because we all have room to treat ourselves better, I think, Mo- almost all humans. And to me, that's the, that's the beauty of, a, of an animal that teaches us that.
0: Oh, yes. How we treat them. Yes. They they love you, you know, in the purest sense. Um, You know, I was thinking about, um, it's so funny because um, I I don't have grandchildren, but I talk to grandparents and they say it's a different kind of love. And I think that it's almost uh, akin to this is that that child loves you without judgment, like a pet loves you. They just love you because you are, because you are love and light. And to be loved like that, and to love like that, is like ultimate, right? So that loss is 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 deep, um, and I'm so. But but I but I love that you bring attention to it, and I love the fact that it it is it is a tool to help those people that are hurting and and suffering that deep loss. Um, so that they can, because tears are healing. So even if it does bring tears, they're healing tears. It brings a message. It brings um, a lesson, right? That all of this was not in vain, that all of this was totally 100% worth it.
1: Yeah, uh, 100%. And and there are lessons that come at different points in your life. When you lose an animal as a child versus you lose an animal as you know, a 20, 30 something versus later in life when, when you're on your own and everybody else is gone and you're this little old lady or little old man and you've got your your companion beside you. There's different times and reasons
0: for that those relationships, right? Absolutely. And they definitely are relationships and they're love relationships, which I think um, might be foreign to some people. And so if they don't know how to step out and support you, I would say that this is one of the best ways they could do it is to send them a copy of your book. (laughs) You know what? Yes.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you raised that. Thank you for that. I do think that would help, Uh, but I'm glad that you talk about the fact that not everybody can understand that. And I think about, so my, my, I have a, a sister who's a few years younger than me and she's never had children. And so, you know, she talks about the things that people say when you've never had a child to someone, you know what I mean? Like, right. everyone who has a child thinks that if you don't have a child, you've missed out on something in life, but that's not true because you only miss out on the thing that you know. And so the people who've never had a pet can't ever know that they've missed out on something cause they haven't, cause they haven't experienced it, but they, they don't have that empathy right. of understanding that an animal could have the same impact as the loss of a human, but it can to right. so many people. But so we have to just keep that in mind that if we don't understand
0: it, it doesn't mean it's not real. Exactly. Um, you know, that's another thing that I wanted to to bring out is, is that the intense relationships. I mean, you know, you were mentioning the the elderly person, that this might be their companion. I know for me, um, what I found with my, my dog is, you know, I lost my son as a baby. I never got to hold my son until he was dying in my arms. So that ability to coddle and nurture and, you know, act in those maternal ways, I'm sure are expressed on that little four-legged creature. At the same time, I think about the autistic child or the socially inept child that cannot connect to other human beings, but somehow has a special connection to a pet, that this is going to be even more intense of a grief for some people than uh, the loss of of a human person because for some reason they connect better with an animal. And we're finding that more and more. And just because you don't understand it, like you said, doesn't mean that it's not real. And at the very least, um, don't, don't make light of it. Don't make fun of it. Don't, don't, don't do that. Um, I would say the best thing to do is, is to, if you don't have the right words to say, send them a copy of your book so they can help you. <laughs> it's nice to acknowledge it. And
1: that's, I, I, I mentioned to you, uh, I have mentioned to you that people bring it up because they haven't actually dealt with it. So there are a lot of us. And for me, I didn't remember all the losses I had until this book came out. And so I think that I'd buried a lot of pain in my heart that I'd had from, however, as soon as I could walk probably and remember until I was 16, where I had that massive amount of loss and death that I dealt with. So how did
0: this this book bring you healing?
1: Well, it, it helped me understand that as much as I was saying to the world for a couple of years, oh, I haven't experienced loss to the point where it's really caused me to stop in my tracks. That I was totally unaware that I had that it was buried so deeply so it helped me go back and look at things like it must like it must have been for me as a child you know and at the same time I dedicated the books to my parents uh, the book to my parents because we were raised on a farm and we had so many babies to look after like sheep and pigs and cows and ducks and chickens and turkeys and, you know, you name it, we had, and horses. And so we got to see that life come and go so many times. Um, Yeah. So it just, it 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 helped me understand more about my life than I realized.
0: Well, and, you know, I think that you were able to have a broader view of it from your perspective, you know, I mean, seriously, most of us have a one-on-one connection. You had a broader view um, of that circle of life.
1: Yes, I agree. But I think that I had lost access to it.
0: Mm, and so that's where
1: the journaling, yeah, and we talk about thera- therapeutic journaling, we talk about transformation, we talk about trying to be the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That best version comes when we actually connect to the parts of ourselves that we've tucked away due to pain, due to whatever reason that we tucked that part of ourselves away. Journaling really gives us access to memories in a gentle way because it takes a while till you understand what they mean. They don't slap you in the face, but slowly, they. Be, it's like painting a picture, right?
0: Mm-hmm. The more
1: colors you add, the more lines you add, the more you see it. The more words you write over years and years of journaling, the more you've painted your own picture
0: of messages you've been missing. And at the end, you have a masterpiece.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell everybody how we can get a copy of your book, Until We Meet Again i would I would actually uh, encourage people to order a couple of copies. Um I always love to have books like these on hand um, that you can give and send maybe instead of flowers or something as a tool to to help that person when they're ready um, to pick it up and uh, have it speak to them on a heart level.
1: I'll tell you where to get them but I'd like to just comment on what you said because that was really important and impactful because sometimes especially as parents when you've lost your parents or you've lost a dog that's been around since before your children were born that pain is so hard and and the kids have all these questions and you don't have either the words or the energy to to answer them reading the book gives everybody a chance to have the questions answered without taking more adding more pressure to your already full mind in So it's a really important tool for families. So you can get them at bookstores everywhere. Um, if, you, if they're not there, they can order them in. They're available all through um, the United States and Canada and on Amazon, I guess, throughout the world. So, and my website, if you want to have more information, um, it's www.melissa-lions.com. And there's a full reading of it on YouTube as well. So people can also use that if they don't have the means to buy it. It's there for them.
0: Okay. Melissa, thank you very much. I appreciate you spending time with us today. Thank you for bringing this into the world and helping people to heal. Thank you,
1: Sherry. And thanks for shining your light for all of us to be brighter. Stronger.
0: I'm Sherry Dunlevy, and you've been listening to the Grief Anonymous podcast. For more information on today's guest, the Grief Anonymous program, or the Grief Resource Network, go to griefanonymous.com or griefresourcenetwork.com. For more information on my book, workshops, or talks, go to sherrydunlevy.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks for listening.